0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Shorts Year Round. Uh, I'm Zach, and I am joined once again by Brother Nate. How's it going, dude? It's going well. How are you doing, man? Uh, I'm pretty good. I've been pretty depleted this week, and that is in large part because I stayed up on Sunday night and I watched the Packers piss away their playoff hopes. They would worked their way into a dream scenario, really considering how the season went. The fact that they were even playing for a playoff spot surprised me. Uh, but I shouldn't have been surprised when they lost. So I stayed up until approximately eleven forty-four local time, uh, just to watch <laughs> Aaron Rodgers potentially retire on the field. So, yeah. How are you?
1: <laughs> yeah, that was a that was an uh, an unfortunate end of the season. Um, I'd spent the last few weeks, uh, you know, pumping up the narrative that we, you know, when we won the Super Bowl, we were in. We were in the wild card spot, and you know, maybe this is just how how our destiny works. And, um, yeah, to see it in like that was a bit of a bummer. We really felt like we had the the car, the luck on our side, and then, uh, yeah, the game too, just sad, kind of dreary into it all, dude. I got a little superstitious, I won't lie. Um, so I got, I went
0: to the Bears game, you know, and again, Mm -hmm. Kyle, we're just. We're we're now past a month. It's been over a month since we went to the game. I wanted this to be episode two. And I know it's not your fault because you got COVID. You and your wife got COVID. Like, Jesus. Um, I hope you're both doing better. And I know you're both doing better because I've seen you. But uh, we might not get the Packers game recap. I will just shortly say we didn't get to meet Jay Cutler. We never... We weren't even found by the guy that was supposed to get us into the box. Uh, it was a really fun time, though. I had the best time. We were up in section 325 or something. Amazing. All this to say, um, I got a little superstitious. I, I lost a hat that weekend, and I thought maybe like that hat had all the Packers' bad luck. So I was like, oh, ever since that hat's been gone, things have been going pretty well. So that's been going on. And I've been wearing the same t-shirt and shorts combination uh, for the entire winning streak. So uh, all that to say, though, it didn't matter because the Detroit Lions put it to us once again this year and ended our season. And I can't think of
1: a, a better team to be a fan of right now than the Detroit Lions. Definitely. Mad respect to Dan Campbell, their coach, uh, our former beloved running back, Jamal Williams. Uh, I'm really excited to see them. And well, actually they're, no, they're not in the playoffs because the Seahawks, they were just playing to eliminate the Packers and they did it effectively. So I would have loved to see them in the playoffs, but uh, yeah, mad respect to the lions for a crazy good season.
0: I will say I am relieved that we lost to the lions instead of the 49ers next week, because I feel like losing <laughs> to the lions this year is a better story because the lions, like they started like one in six and then went on this crazy winning streak to end the year, the back half of the year was insane for them. Um, so it's cool to lose to a team that's like on the rise, instead of just going to a team in the 49ers that have beaten you like three times in the playoffs. And they're, they'd probably do it again with their third string quarterback. So I don't know, at least Aaron got to go. I mean, if this is it, the Detroit lions, like that's a, that's a story you're going to tell your grandkids, you know, everybody on that lion's team is going to be like, we beat Aaron Rodgers the year he hung it up. And then they could say, we, we were the reason he hung it up. Cause it might be fucking right.
1: <laughs> yeah for sure uh yeah a lot of uncertainty going into the offseason what's going to happen with Aaron what's going to happen with the Packers organization as a whole you know lest we forget that they drafted Jordan Love at the fir- in the first round and he's just been sitting behind Aaron for four years and apparently he's not getting too too happy about that and get a little impatient so um a few different outcomes that could happen this offseason I am Not anxious to see which of them occurs. (laughs) And none of them seem good, especially after a year like
0: this, where it's like, Oh shit, are we actually bad? And then if you like, if you lose your hall of fame quarterback, that's not good. You have an unproven guy on a rookie deal that you haven't gotten to see yet that there's some question marks about like I more than most anyone I'll say anyone want Jordan love to succeed because like all the shit he's endured since being on the Packers, none of it is his fault and yeah he just gets drugged along this like Aaron Rodgers Express which is a, a shit show all the time and Jordan Love just catches heat from left right and center all for being drafted you know he didn't know that he right. was going to go cause this enormous cataclysmic event in the in
1: Door County you know the Packers have just done what they've Been doing which is draft a replacement quarterback let them develop underneath their star and um, yeah the era of social media does not did not respect that well so we'll see what happens I want the best for Jordan love but more than that I want the best for the Packers and I do think that might be Jordan love so uh, we'll see what what all is to come. Um, The last thing I think I want to see is Aaron Rodgers demand a trade to a front runner team just to try to win another ship. But can't blame him for that.
0: Yeah, I'm in the camp now where um I want him to get a second Super Bowl, just so because I feel like the goat conversation really comes down to him and Tom Brady. And mm. Brady, I feel like, is separated by the fact he has multiple Super Bowl rings, but he has like an unattainable, unrealistic amount of Super Bowl rings. Does so he have seven,
1: six? Yeah, That's more it's more than
0: some franchises have. You know, like what Tom Brady did is not sustainable, and we will never see it again. Never. And it's amazing, but like, I think him and Aaron Rodgers, like that, just shows you how great Aaron Rodgers is to even be in the goat conversation with a guy who's won six Super Bowls, and Aaron yeah. only has one. I want him to get the second one because I feel like if he gets two, I don't care if it's with Green Bay at this point. I would love it to be with Green Bay, like. I hope he's back, but I also understand that green Bay is probably rebuilding and I wouldn't want to come to a rebuilding team as a 39 year old. Like (laughs) I want to go where I can win and get that ring and then ride off into the sunset, go host jeopardy.
1: Yeah, for sure. Uh, I was talking to a friend at work the other day about the Brady conversation and uh, you had said first that like he really kind of did ruin any kind of goat conversation. Um, Mm -hmm. I, I, I was like, the best thing, the only way we can differentiate now is when Brady gets inducted in the Hall of Fame, give him a gold bust, and everyone else can just keep doing with the bronze busts. Uh, that will distinguish that he's had, you know, he's done something unattainable for the rest of time, um, <laughs> and everyone else is still really exceptional. <laughs> yeah, I really like the idea, actually. I never thought about that. It's good shit. Start a movement. Anyways. Hey man, how how's the Tonathon update going? I mean, you had Christmas break off. It I'm so glad you asked. Um, I will be honest with the
0: people. Uh it's been a slow get up since Christmas. I took the, the whole week off. Um Christmas was super fun. Uh, if you want a, a brief recap of my Christmas last episode, it's like 15 minutes or something. Um, maybe I don't know, 20, I don't know. It's short, but Talks about my Christmas. I gained about six pounds and I, I expected that. So I came back and I was like, new year, new me. And one of my goals this year is to get a bicep vein. Um, <laughs> I talked about that on last episode too. I've been just pretty much exclusively riding the bike for probably a month and a half. Started this in like mid-November. And I haven't gone to the gym since I've started it. Because I've been like, there's miles to be had. I can't be leaving this house when the bike is right here.
1: Absolutely. You're on a trek, you're on a voyage,
0: but the, the complication with, you know, I voiced into the earth or the ether or whatever I, the universe now knows that I want to buy that van. So I feel like I probably have to go somewhere where I can do some curls, which means I have to go <laughs> back to the gym.
1: Yeah, it's tough. It's It's been slow getting back into it for me as well. Since the the break is there, the holidays have passed, um, I, we should say up front that if you've resolved for 2023, that you are going to give yourself a good, you're going to make yourself have a nice workout exercise fitness habit. That's wonderful. That's great. We applaud you. We're in your corner, but there's Hope a lot win. of stupid shit at the gym and yeah. that should also be well known.
0: <laughs> that's, that's where I'm at. And I want to preface like this conversation with I've been an offender for almost everything i'm gonna shit on and i want that to be kind of an example for people like if i say something and you think i'm talking about you and you react in like a defensive way which i'm told i do sometimes (laughs) um it's okay but if you think this is one i probably don't even know who you are so just keep that in mind so i'm probably not talking shit at you but it is about you. And then (laughs) two, understand that I've done this and there is, you can't get out of it. Like you can escape douchiness. (laughs) If you're aware, you first have to understand that it's there. And there are some things I think universally we can agree in the gym that nobody likes, but then there's some peeves of my own, like special peeves that we'll talk about later. I want to hear some of yours too. But in general, I don't mind waking up at 5.15 to work out because I'm just used to it. But now my routine, it's kind of slowed me down because I don't leave the house. So I have extra time to sit around and do nothing. I literally, my routine is I wake up at 5.15 still, but I like wake up, I play Call of Duty while I drink my pre-workout and then I go (laughs) get on the bike. So like, I can't be going to the gym and playing Call of Duty in the morning. And that's just something I expect now so
1: i don't know you've trained yourself in a, in a poor way
0: i have to rewire myself and i think there's a topic to be like we can talk about motivation and discipline i feel like i hear a lot specifically with the gym people want to lose weight or like accomplish some goal um it's like i don't feel like it it's like me either yeah i don't want to wake up at 5 15 and go sweat But I know if I don't do it, then I won't do it at all. And if I don't do it at all, then I have an issue with like, I don't feel whole. There's something in my day I didn't do. I feel like I have three of
1: those things and working out is definitely one of those. Working out feels to me, I was thinking about this. It feels like, especially if you are going in completely like cold turkey, like I never, like if you're a person who's like, I never worked out and I want to start working out. You should treat it like, I don't know if you've ever seen those like marathon training schedules where like the first week it's like run five, one run for five minutes. You should treat it like that. You should really just be like going, getting in the gym is the win and anything that you accomplish after that is bonus. Like, I think that that's kind of the mentality that people should have if you are in that, in that spot, um, because it it is a, it's a habit that you need time to actually enjoy doing it. Um, And it's something that I didn't even start, I didn't enjoy doing until I was in college when I had all the free time to do that. So yeah, the motivation, discipline thing, it's, it's just, I treat it like a habit, you know, you you devote some time to it, water those seeds, let them grow on their own. But uh, that's the most beautiful thing I've ever heard. (laughs) So I want to, I
0: think I have a, I don't, I have a super unique perspective about most things in life, because I'm special, okay? Um, Specifically with this one, uh, I know a lot of people in today's culture, today's culture is cooler with people being chubby, but I know people don't seek to be chubby. I think it's just something that it's like, I'm cool with it, but it's like, if I could be healthy, that's awesome too. But I've been on both sides Where like five, six years ago, I was a meathead. And then in a I, good way, in like a slim down, like jocked up way. I was so fucking strong, <laughs> so strong. And but I feel like what so I'm 29 now. I feel like my peak physical form was probably like when I was like 22 or 23, probably. And then I feel like it's kind of been a slow downhill from there for various reasons. But now I find myself. The highest I saw the scale get before I started to panic was like 254 pounds. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> so I've probably been heavier than that. And that's just the day I stood wow. on the scale. So that was when I was like, okay. But the weird thing is when I was that heavy, and I'm like, I'm 5'10, I'm a short king that's heavy as shit. And I'm a dense guy. Like, I think I carry it well, but I was like, I got a big gut. I got like four chins and that's, that's okay. I'm not making fun. Like, it's just, it, for me, it was not something I expected of myself. I don't know. This could be super shitty. I have no idea. And I'm not trying to offend anybody, but like when I found myself at like that weight, I was like, fuck. So because like, <laughs> and the reason why I was like, fuck is because a handful of years ago, I was absolutely shredded. I'm not trying to be cocky. I was shredded. I could. I was snatching 300 pounds. I was squatting 450 pounds. I could run a mile in like eight minutes, which isn't that fast. But for like the other stuff I could do, it was as fast as I've ever run a fucking mile. I could do backflips. I could do pull-ups. I could walk on my hands. And then I find myself six years later with a bad wing and... (laughs) 40 pounds heavier than i've ever been so i don't know i have a a a back and forth relationship with the gym i like to think i know my way around but i'm still very much like i don't know i feel like i'm learning again how to become fit into a weird thing for
1: someone who used to be like very fit you sound like you used to do crossfit did you used to do crossfit
0: Dude, I didn't want to talk about it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I did. We both Um, did.
1: (laughs) You and I have
0: some fun memories from CrossFit, though. We do. We do have some good memes. My, I got like fucking neck deep in CrossFit. As I do, I tend to go in phases with things where I get super obsessed. So like this is episode six of this podcast. Can confirm. I feel like I'm still in a good spot where I'm like excited. There will come a day and it could be two weeks from now where I'm not as excited the phase could be over no. so here's the thing though if you like this content and you want me to keep doing it I gotta know and you need to go to Spotify yeah. and Apple podcasts and leave reviews leave five-star <laughs> reviews okay or else I'll stop
1: <laughs> stop <laughs> but, shaming our audience into into submission
0: well they need to you know throw up a little bit of a signal here I'm doing something that they appreciate.
1: Help me. Let help us know. You. Let us know. We are open. Our conversation channels are always open. Um, anyways, you just, that was a great segue away from the fact that we used to do CrossFit, Zach. Okay. So CrossFit, very good. So
0: all the stuff I explained to you a few minutes ago when I was like, like the 300 pound snatch, squat, whatever. Oh, I also, just so I get my accolades in order, 380 pound squat clean. So that's like a, a power clean, but you catch it and you, you do a front squat up, front rack position. Oh. Um, I was, Zach
1: wants his flowers, everybody. Go on our social media and give him his flowers.
0: I was slinging weight, <laughs> guys. And like, I don't want to brag, but I won like an online competition with someone who's currently a professional Olympic lifter. That was a 300 pound snatch. The first person to snatch 300 between him and I won. We didn't win anything, but I did it for him. And that's something I hold. <laughs> near and dear to my heart because that's honestly probably my proudest athletic accomplishment that's so fucking heavy like i watch that video which is on my instagram shamelessly i'll (laughs) just be like i can't believe i did that because like now when i go to the gym it like when i deadlift 225 pounds i'm like this is fucking heavy (laughs) now just imagine pulling 300 pounds from the ground smashing against your hips catching it over your head and then standing up from the bottom of a squat that was something i did that's insane (laughs) insane yeah i'll take my flowers now yeah
1: now when we go to the gym and because we used to work out together in the mornings we're just surrounded we're surrounded by so many things that uh that make us from depending on the day, make us want to go home and order a shake weight and we'll just shake weight at home.
0: <laughs> Dude, The gym, you see some of the dumbest shit. Um, my favorite, so like back to CrossFit, cause I have to keep on talking about it. I'm contractually obligated. I also haven't done CrossFit <laughs> since like 2018, but you see the roots grow deep, obviously. So when I was at my peak CrossFit form, that was also like when bodybuilding and CrossFit were having a war. So there were all these people mm. that like gave me shit for how I did pull-ups. that couldn't do pull-ups. <laughs> I was like, okay, they, that's fine. They
1: couldn't lift their arms over their head.
0: Yeah, dude. Cause their biceps are too big. You know, they can't stretch. It's silly, but I think we're in this time of fitness where like, there's people telling you the right and wrong way, which there are like, Technique wise, sure, like you don't want to hurt yourself lifting, but there are just people who say like bodybuilding is better than CrossFit and everybody should train the way they do. And it's like, it's so dumb. Like, train however you want to train. And also, the same people, like a lot of the same people that shit on CrossFit also somehow love to enjoy high intensity interval training, which is a, a, a CrossFit MetCon. You know, go to any CrossFit gym, they'll probably find something really similar to a HIT workout. It's just going to cost you $140 a month. So, I don't know, CrossFit's yeah, absurdly priced. True. But in commercial gyms, so you and I worked out at the campus recreation center, Ball State, shout out, trip chirp, mm-hmm. chirp, whatever. Um, <laughs> the shit you see in there, and I worked out there some in college, like while I was strong Zatch and I was in there doing like, it feels good. Now, I'm just going to say this. It feels good when you're in the gym and you're doing something and people look at you Not because of how I look, because obviously I'm nothing special. Because of what I did, you know, when I repped out five reps at 405, and some dude was like, "That's crazy! I didn't think you could do that because you're a little crossfit (laughs) bitch." So, anyways, on the topic of squatting, one of the things in the gym that burns me every single time is like the dude who comes in in a cutoff who thinks he's strong, quickly slaps on. Like he warms up 135, slaps on another set 225, slaps on 315, zero reps go below. Like, <laughs> like you couldn't even take a shit as low as you got. And you're going to call that a squat. And just because you have a bunch of weight on it, you, think you look cool. Those people piss me off so bad.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, my, my biggest, I think my biggest peeve, I was talking about this with my wife last night. Are the is the cult of Gym Shark people? People that wear the brand Gym Shark, dude, and they have the matching shirts and the matching pants, and they have their hair all done up. Um, this is mostly women, but guys are also guilty of this. Nate,
0: um, I'm glad you said that because in my notes, I wrote that one of my the things that pisses me off the most at the gym is quote unquote thirst trapping that goes on, and I specified this applies to men and women both. Yeah. Cuz the women will have the $70 gym shark matching set that covers 30% of their body ironically. <laughs> and the dudes will force you to stare at their nipples by cutting a stringer <laughs> tank so skinny that it looks like like a boob thong. And they'll just walk around in those. Like it blows my mind. It's like this subculture in the gym you kind of touched on like the the fitness culture like you go into a gym there's like a dress code there's yeah. a way you do things like i've not been to a commercial like gold's gym but i've seen some shit at ball state recreation center that i'm just like Bleh. like <laughs> what are we doing like i thought we were trying to get healthy you know i work out yeah. so i look good naked that's my primary <laughs> motivation i'm very self-conscious about my body and i got to a point where i was like standing there about to take like, a shower and i was like You're pretty doughy, buddy, you know? So anyway, back to the the thirst trapping at the gym. You go to the gym and like, you just like the routine that people do is they just undress. Like they show up in a sweatshirt and these gigantic t-shirts, which I'm all for a roomy t-shirt, but it's a little obnoxious sometimes. And then like, that's your pump cover. It's just a t-shirt. And then they take that off. Like after they do like their first set. So it's a whole routine of just getting undressed and then you turn around in public. You're also in public. There's people all over the place and you're just stripping down to skin tight pants or a a stringer tank. If you're a dude, typically the, the goofy ones like leave sweats on those guys don't squat. That's why they leave sweat, leave their sweats on. But if they (laughs) have a stringer tank and really big arms, I mean, good for them. Flaunt it. So I don't know. It blows my mind. Like, It's the reaction to like, I can't believe people were looking at me. It's like, you just did a strip tease in public. People are going to look. And for the women specifically, I'm not trying to like corner that, that population. We do have actually a solid female audience in this podcast. And thank you, ladies. I do appreciate it. Um, And this might not be at you. You might agree with the sentiment of what I'm about to say, because it's about men. I think there's plenty of history on men being men and being stupid. So ladies at the gym who are doing this routine of undressing into yoga pants and sports bras, if, if you know men so well, what do you expect them to do?
1: I don't know. That's what it is. Ultimately it's like, is this the most effective outfit to exercise intensely? in? you don't need the skin tight leggings and the sports bra. You just need a t-shirt. And running shorts, that seems to be just as effective and cheaper. So uh, yeah, this is, and this, I think too, is really negative in the way that it actually does intimidate people from coming into the gym. Uh, The gym is supposed to be kind of an, an open and welcoming environment for people who are trying to just develop a good exercise habit and people that are dressed in these, you know, $80, branded shirts and they have the whole outfit and they they look the part. Um it's but a club not you can't get into.
0: Yeah, it's a club you can't get yeah. into. You're not invited. And that's why people don't go. Yeah. Which like I want to encourage you, like even those people are sometimes nice. Like again, I told yes, you the things I'm shitting true. on, I have participated in. Okay. So in this regard of like buying all the nice stuff and kind of like being flaunty about it. It's like I was a proud individual of my strength, we'll say, <laughs> but I also was like safe. I wasn't showboaty, I guess. Like I just went in there and I did what I would have done if I was in a garage. I just liked that people saw it. So it was fun, but yeah, I've been guilty of buying like $80 shorts. I didn't need. Um, also, we're going to call back the CrossFit one more time. I did get sponsored. Okay. That's one of my also proudest accomplishments is I received at least two pairs of free shoes, multiple shirts, shout out to never give up CrossFit. They're in West Virginia. Very nice people. Um, Are they still active? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They're still good. Very nice people. Uh, Anyways, I've worn the expensive shit. And now my typical gym get up because like my goal is to lose weight and get a bicep vein. I want to (laughs) sweat. So I wear shorts stockings gym shoes and then usually a t-shirt and a hoodie i feel like i have no issues moving around i've never once been like there's far too much fabric here for me <laughs> and i feel like if you give it a shot next time you go to the gym if you just put a regular t-shirt on just just try leaving it on see what yeah.
1: and i think it's helpful just tell yourself people aren't that interested in me and if you just remind yourself humble yourself every day Let that be your daily affirmation. When you wake up, people are not that interested in me. Yeah, it will will make you a more attractive person to talk to. (laughs) So like, I feel like I'd be
0: remiss. And I want to preface this by saying I am a very happily married man at the gym. I look around because I'm just like, what are we doing here? You know, it's bizarre. Like, I can't help but look. It's like a car accident. I'm like, oh, someone's taking their shirt off. I hope they're okay. And then they're just like, I hope someone watched me. I'm like, fuck, they got me. You know, it feels like I fell for the <laughs> trick. I'm not interested in the reveal, but I'm just like, this again, you know? So, yeah. And that's another reason why I really don't want to go to the gym because like I'm just going to re enter that world. And right now, there's a lot more people because hashtag new year, new me, you know? And then spring break's coming up. So they're going to be hashtag like, get lit. Whatever they're gonna be trying to lose weight, they're gonna to try to get a six pack in like four days. So <laughs> it's whatever, but dude, so here's one thing I wanted to ask. You used to wrestle, we both wrestled, but I took the approach of I'm never cutting weight. I don't care if it's four pounds, and I'm nine <laughs> percent body fat. I'm not doing it. And in college, this is a a bit of a sidebar and an admission I haven't made publicly. So. I walked onto the wrestling team for fun and I knew it was for fun. I knew it was for fun. Uh, that was 2012. So I kind of remember how fat I've gotten by wrestling. A lot of times that was the last year I wrestled 2012. I wrestled 184 pounds. So I weighed approximately 177 pounds. The weight class below me was 174. And that <laughs> dude was, I, yeah, I was like four pounds over, um, easily could have lost that weight in like a day. That dude was my training partner, and I pretty routinely kicked the shit out of him, but I didn't want to go down because I didn't want to be the starter because I was only on the team for fun. Yeah, so and I would have gotten my ass kicked like I lost every match I wrestled that year. I wrestled a kid from Ohio State who was ranked 16th in the nation. He kicked my fucking ass. It was crazy you know i just walked on for fun and those guys are fucking studs and then i like broke my hand and almost tore my hamstring off snowboarding whole thing but nate where were we going with
1: this i forget we were talking i think about wrestling and the uh fitness the fitness side of wrestling which is um torture a hot topic
0: yeah it's so I never cut weight because I was kind of like I'm just going to be where I'm at and I'll deal with it. I wrestled people who are heavier than me, stronger than me. I didn't care. You, what? So you're like six, six one, six two.
1: I'm I'm six foot if I have a a the right shoes, thickly sold shoes shoe on. Yeah.
0: So your senior year, what weight class did you wrestle?
1: A six foot individual. Six foot. I wrestled 138 pounds. If you can imagine, 138 pounds senior in high school looks like uh who's six foot i was a bit of a i still am string bean. i bet you had a bicep vein i did i told uh, when i heard your new year's resolution i told my wife i was like i used to have a bicep vein i was very dehydrated but i had a bicep vein <laughs> they're fucking sick <laughs> so, yeah but that i mean that is the the crux of the wrestling conversation in high school um high what did you do to cut weight that's like, what did problem. you do you don't eat you don't drink, you dehydrate yourself, you torture yourself, you get very, very grumpy. Uh, You like, this is the the biggest issue with high school wrestling is that the way in which high school wrestlers cut weight is never effective. And it's, it's never the most optimal. Um, There is effective ways of losing weight and anybody who has lost a lot of weight will tell you that, yeah, your diet's a huge part of that. Try telling a high school kid that his diet is going to be the most crucial piece of weight loss um, he's going to tell you to go swallow a fork. Dude, um,
0: I remember you cutting weight in high school. Uh, we all are close enough in age. I think we overlapped at least one year, you yeah. and I. So actually, I don't know. I might've been just out when you were getting in and you and Ty Yeah, you were to just play. out. Yeah, okay. So, but I remember like I lived at the house. I was there occasionally and you were the biggest pain in the ass when you were cutting weight uh, Like tyler would go downstairs and just play call of duty for like seven hours so he wasn't yeah. around food uh also like your meals were like i would have been grouchy too i'm not accusing yeah. you i would have been a pain in the ass because your meal like you took a measuring cup and scooped one cup of trail mix <laughs> and that's like all you ate at night and yeah. then i would eat also on the wrestling team also like 12 pounds underweight and you just be like you need that right in front of me you just like have this shitty look it, on your
1: face <laughs> like yeah it's tough i'm fucking hungry being a high school wrestler because the wrestling season falls right on thanksgiving holiday oh, christmas dude, it's holiday so, mean. so it's all of the good filling holidays and you're you know if you're choosing to cut weight you're sitting there and you're torturing yourself um it was, it, it's not, yeah, it's not healthy. I wouldn't recommend it. Anytime I talk to uh, my wife about this, she gets very upset and very concerned. I'm like, I'm not gonna do this anymore, but like, this was just a part of my life. Um, but you you know, we did it because Tyler also cut weight pretty extensively. It's like, we did it because we gave ourselves the best chance to succeed in the sport. And for the most part, we were pretty successful. So it's a, it's a vicious cycle and it's kind of not good to see that the, the positive uh, result of it you know, justified it, but, um, there's better ways to do it as the, is the takeaway from this is don't, don't do this to yourself. People. I will say
0: that there is like a, within high school athletics, there's like a minimum limit you can get to like, you have to take fat tests. And then the trainer says like, this is the lowest you can go and like be allowed, you know, like you can't cut 30 pounds if you only have 50 or like 8% body fat, that's not allowed. So they're like there are walls, but they pretty much let you get to the point where you hate yourself and like that's still allowed. So I don't know, man. Wrestling yeah, is it's pretty uh, brutal. It's a brutal sport, but it's one that um honestly like, I wrestled in college. I never planned on wrestling in college. Wrestling is the one sport I wanted to quit more than anything I've ever done, but I never got to do it. I couldn't because mom was yeah. always like, You have to tell Hofer, who is our coach. Hoffer was our wrestling coach, soccer coach, and our history teacher for all three of us. And that dude is like a living legend. And the fact also, I played soccer. I took his class. I couldn't look him in the eye knowing that I quit. So I never quit wrestling. And then pretty much as soon as I was done, I was like, I miss that shit so much. I think a lot of it, like, because when I went to college to play football, that was when I became the meathead because I was a kicker. And I felt like on the football team, there was one way for me to prove myself as kind of an equal, because on the practice field, I was just standing over there playing catch or kicking (laughs) field goals in the weight room, though, I could work as hard as they did. So that's when it became something where I was like, I want to put my my time and my effort into this. I was always there. I did the extra shit. Like I wasn't a brown noser, but I was a kicker, you know, like you just start 20 steps behind everybody else in the respect category. So like if you don't go put in all the extra time, nobody's going to like you. And that is something I've learned that is not cool with me. Like, I don't like when people don't like me, which it's hard to have a podcast when you're worried about people not liking you and you want people to listen because not everybody's going to like you. I don't know. It's a, it's a bizarro world that we live in, but Hey, let's just fucking call it now. We don't even have to do a second zoom. This is a good, yeah, sure. This is a good time. So yeah, that works for me. Hey, thanks for listening to Shorty Round, everybody. Brother Nate, I appreciate you joining. Next time, are you going to have a microphone?
1: Always happy to help. Uh, we'll see. It's TBD on the microphone. It's been in my Amazon shopping cart for three weeks. Now. I'll buy it for you. Don't give a shit. <laughs> People love the audio. <laughs> yeah. Make it
0: crispy. So, yes. So we'll see then, I guess, what happens. Well, dude, I appreciate you coming on in any capacity. And uh, yeah, if you're listening, tuning in, please, 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 please five-star reviews i talked about in the last show uh if, if you don't think it's a five-star show i don't care okay i want you to know first and foremost i don't care about your opinion i need five-star reviews so the show grows i might have to start making youtube videos so follow me there at short here on youtube like it's gonna be a fucking hot ass mess anyways follow along i appreciate it We're running out of time thank you peace out bye